Hey all you cool cats and kittens out there, Adam here. Sorry I had to do that, couldn't resist. There's no new episode of Traveling with the Mouse this week, but I thought it would be fun to go through the archives and put a couple of old episodes together that I thought would be helpful during this time of isolation and Disney withdrawals. So I put together a couple of different episodes where we talk about the smells and sounds and music that we love from the parks that remind us of Disney even when we're not there. We'll be back soon with a brand new episode, but for now, I hope you guys enjoy this. Today, we're going to talk about the smells and sounds that remind us of Walt Disney World. So, what we maybe remember from our childhood that is associated with Disney or that currently remind us of Disney. So, the reason I brought this up as a topic or thought of this as a topic was I was walking around my office and the water fountains that are out in the common area, like outside... I noticed the smell of the water. They obviously use the same chemical that Disney uses in all the water rides because that smell immediately made me think of Pirates or Small World or Splash Mountain or something that remind me of Disney. So it's clear that, you know, I associate that smell with Disney. And so I had to look up what that chemical was because it's clearly not just chlorine. So apparently it's a chemical or part of a chemical compound called bromine. And Disney uses that. So that smell, if you've been to Disney, you know what that smell is. So that sort of got me on the idea of thinking of smells and even sounds that I associate with Disney. So, Ooh, that smell. Pirates, I don't know. Pirates seems to be very unique, I guess. In the smell... Well, there's a lot of smells. <laughs> Pirates Pirates have a lot of smells, but... Uh, I'm, <laughs> Go figure. T- typically, I think of it basically when you first get on, when you're in the caves part, I re- you really smell the the water smell there. That's my favorite. Yeah, that's one of the ones that, I, that stands out to me is, you know... I say the smell of pirates. I just sounds kind of weird to say it yeah. that way, but inside the attraction, even just like right there at the entrance, is just like a. It's kind of unique to it, and I can't <clears> even explain. I can't even explain what it smells mm-hmm. like, but I would recognize it if someone were to like have a. Yeah. I don't know the the smell canned whatever, and they put it right in front of me, and I'd be like, Oh, oh pirates. pirates! Yeah. Yeah. You know. I've noticed that too with rides like, I think it's rides that have been there a long time, like uh, Spaceship Earth. I notice some scent when you're walking when you're walking up into the loading area from the outside to the inside. There's a some smell. It's like a it makes me think of the '80s or something. That's it's. I feel like it's been there a long time. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but it's I didn't just know like the a, '80s had a smell. Well, it's like <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, it just feels like old but not old in a bad way like old machinery and equipment kind of smell i don't know yeah again it's one of those things you can't put your finger on yes it's weird because epcot has something about it that's just different than say magic kingdom or it always was that way that's true yeah 
it was even a smell, I guess you could say, that was just a little different. I can't really explain what it is either. But yeah, the only thing that I associate Spaceship Earth with, though, mm-hmm. is the burning of Rome scene. That's the one that's the strongest smell that yes. this stands out to me. Because, yeah, there's a very strong, smoky smell that they pump through that scene that makes it incredibly realistic. I always think of that, too. It's very strong and noticeable, but very effective. Exactly. But it's, I don't know, it's just something about Spaceship Earth. There's a smell to the other parts of the ride, too, that just, there's something about it. I don't know if it's the all the electronics, like the animatronics in there or whatever, but I, I it's something to do with the older attractions because I, I even notice some kind of smell on Country Bear Jamboree and, like, Carousel of Progress has its own sort of smell. Of course, it's... I don't know. <laughs> this is going to get... This episode's going to get weird. I can already tell you. But the... It's like a muskiness, but it's not a bad... <laughs> not a bad muskiness. I don't know. Is it? But it's hard to describe, obviously. I gotta be honest. I can't think of one in particular for there. I do, however, when now that you mention that, it seems like there are certain areas maybe that smell a little different. Like, yeah. say, for instance... Uh, going from Adventureland to Frontierland yeah. to, I mean, Tomorrowland has a different, like, I don't know, it's weird. It has like a different scent to it, I guess. Like a different. It does, yeah. I remember, too, you used to be a stronger scent to me on Main Street, especially going by the confectionery. Confectionery? <laughs> yes, um, confectionery. <laughs> <laughs> but that smell, you know, there's a, the smell of the sweetness and the baked goods or whatever you want to whatever else they're doing in there uh, used to could smell it out in the street you know and I, you probably still can to a degree if you're near the near the shop but uh, I, I know what you mean the yeah. only thing I can think of best way to describe it is kind of like a sweet smell that when yeah. you go through there like sugar candy. just lots of sugar in the air yes but that's but always it is unique to yeah it seems to be unique to the confectionery though yeah I don't smell that particular smell anywhere else yeah. That has candy. And now, of course, <laughs> the bakery just smells like Starbucks, so, which yeah. is not really a Disney smell. So, I'm, Yeah, I'm, a, I'm in that group that thinks that the Main Street Bakery has been ruined. But Yeah, me too. The other thing, too, like um, if you're walking by the ice cream, it's it's Eddie's ice cream, I believe. Isn't it Eddie's? I think it is. And so it's not really... Ice cream is ice cream. I don't really associate that necessarily with Disney. So really, it's the... Con- of confectionery <laughs> that smells smells the most uh, Disney-like to me. A lot of I see. I think a lot of people would associate like the popcorn smell too with yeah. Main Street, but I, I certainly uh, you know love to smell that smell <laughs> on Main Street too. Whatever but, you want to call that. Yeah. It's funny how we always and there's just something I guess different about it, but the water rides I guess yeah. in general have kind of something to them. But why does everybody always go back and refer to pirates? There's something about the pirates in particular. Yeah, or maybe it's so much more pronounced there. I don't know. I don't know. I know there's that, something about pirates. Yeah. Yes. I don't know, but I mean it's it's noticeable on Splash Mountain as well. Yeah, because it has water. Yeah. yeah. Not as much, maybe, but yeah, you're, I think Pirates is the most pronounced. I don't know why. One that came to mind for me mm-hmm. is back when they had the fountains and Polly. Like, Polly in oh, particular yes. has... Oh, yes. Polly, even without the fountains, truthfully, I mean, it just there's something about the smell in Polly that smells like home 
as many mm-hmm. times as we've exactly, been there. Yeah. I love that. And I was going to say that the, back when they had the fountains, the the water smelled the same as well. And so that it was also, a little different. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it was similar, though, like pirates. It was definitely the same chemical or some of the same chemicals they use for pirates and small world and all that. So I noticed that. But I, I now that we're kind of getting into sounds... That was another, the sound of the waterfall, like the water fountains. That was, that was one where, man, when you walk in the lobby of Polynesian, that real, that sound of that's, I mean, it was so loud. (laughs) That's probably one reason why I took it out, but it was such a overpowering, like sound of rushing water that, uh, it was something I always, a sound that immediately made you feel at home when you walked in and now they have a tiny little pool yeah when you talk about sounds i guess mm-hmm. since we pretty much a moment ago i know we covered a little bit of like we went all over the place pretty much we didn't yes. have a particular spot we stopped on because it's kind of yeah. as we think of these smells exactly, but yeah. sound wise i don't know i one that always would to me <laughs> <clears throat> make me think of say magic kingdom mm-hmm. would be hearing the bell on the Train. railroad yeah. when you're coming through. Yeah. And the whistle, too, of course. Yeah, yeah somebody Bell. heard that coming through. Yeah. Because at any given time, I mean, the, the odds of you walking in through the entrance with it's actually there was pretty good, you know. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Things like that. And the, I was going to say, too, the wolf howl or the dog howl, whatever it is. Yeah, the, that was the other one. Yeah. The haunted mansion area. That I was thinking of. And I, when we were talking about this the other day, we mentioned that we were there. We actually were at Disney at the Polynesian right after 9-11, a few days, literally two, two days. Two days after. Yeah. Yes, two days after. <laughs> and you could hear the, the wolf howl from the Polynesian. It was so quiet there. I really believe this was the case. I think we don't realize how much the air traffic yeah. affects the way sound travels. And or just the way maybe... Of the way sound maybe also people like bodies getting in the way of sound waves and stuff like that i guess that's possible too but i never noticed it out of all the years prior to that of it hearing it before and yet i don't think it was coincidence that the time we heard it from all the way over there was when there was literally nothing maybe not in the air (laughs) there were no planes yeah possible. they were all grounded yeah so another sound that really reminds me of disney especially in that Magic Kingdom Resort area is the sound of the boat horns. I guess she's the same. One of my favorite things, and again, I have a video that I posted on the website mainly as a test video. I just recorded 10 minutes of the Seven Seas Lagoon, just the sounds of, you know, the boats going by and the little boat horns and the horns of the ferry boats as they went by. And to me, that those atmosphere, that sound is just, like you said earlier, it's home. It just has that feel because we're so familiar to it and I guess have positive memories associated with those sounds and smells, whatever. Yeah. The sound now, which may not be a good thing that I associate a lot with Disney, is the sound of the brakes on the monorail. When the mm. monorail sort of does a in the station when they're trying to slow it down right at the 
or they're trying to right before it stops. They usually do the. So was it a chuka 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 <laughs> or a chuka chuka chuka? Chuka chuka chuka. But you know what I'm trying to say, like yeah, the sound, the, the breaks of you know old breaks. They sound like they're like slipping or something, but it's a sound that is very unique to the monorail. It's a very interesting sound, and I would say I feel like the smell of like the air conditioning on the monorail it used to be like I felt like there was a smell associated with the monorail, but now it just smells like mildew, I guess. Because I was old, about but... to say uh, most of the smells <laughs> I've seen reported regarding the monorail have not been positive. Yeah, so, pee like, and... recent, more recently. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I seem to remember like a, a certain kind of. I feel like maybe it was the air conditioning on there or something. There just was a smell, but it's it's not as pronounced today. I don't think. I don't know. There's nothing real prominent about that one. I don't guess. Mm-hmm. Um, anymore. I will say this, the sound, and when you're talking about sounds, even though it's a quieter sound when you refer to the monorail, the sound of the monorail yeah. passing overhead or passing by oh, yeah, or something that, has yeah. the sound. Yeah. That's true. A very kind of specific unique. sound. When it hits those, yes. the metal hits those little yeah, points on the track, a click-click kind of sound, too, and the, yeah, the electric How- motors and everything going. You know, talking about negative smells, what made me think of another one here is Tomorrowland Speedway. Um, oh, yes. The there's definitely a very strong smell coming from over there. Gasoline and the sounds of those go-karts, which to me is such a, uh old sound. It's like it shouldn't be associated with Disney anymore. That's, go-karts to me are like those little go-kart engines are just should not be there anymore it should be electric it should be a lot quieter can you imagine though if they do switch those to electric vehicles how much quieter that's going to be over there like it's going to feel like oh you're going to hear the wolf howling again from (laughs) (laughs) it's going to be so quiet i don't know yeah i don't know interesting Interesting. we'll find out oh maybe something else i i don't know that you smell anymore because i'm trying to think do they still smell turkey leg uh, smell <laughs> do they still sell turkey legs over in Frontierland? because i used to think you smelled those a lot i remember the smell of those turkey legs i don't know the last memory i have of a turkey leg at all was i was at animal kingdom and there was someone who had <laughs> purchased one and they were not paying attention and a duck came up and actually got some of it oh wow (laughs) and i was i remember i remember thinking how cannibalistic that seemed yikes Uh, yeah exactly (laughs) i'll tell you one that kind of like a distinct smell to it and probably because there are things growing in it uh (laughs) and that would be living with the land yeah that's true yeah there's there's definitely some smells there Uh, and if i'm going to mention the land there's some intentional smells in Soren. Oh, of course, yeah, that's uh, a good one. Yeah, definitely. Especially the original one. I loved it. The Soren over California, where you went over the orange groves and you smelled. I was the gonna say everybody. It's, that's always the one everybody associates with the original Soren yeah. is the orange groves. Even though there were other ones they integrated, that's the true. only one ever, anyone ever remembers is the orange groves, yeah. and that's myself included. I don't know why. It's just the way it is. But I, I remember smelling the pine smell when you went over the, I guess was it, I don't remember exactly where you were, but I remember a pine smell. I think it was when they were rafting down the river. 
somewhere. Yeah. Something yeah. Now that you mentioned that, I think I do recall that. Yeah, I remember at the beginning of it. Yeah. Well, they kind of make try to put something that's kind of like the ocean breeze, I guess. Mm -hmm. It kind of smells kind of like a salty sea air type Mm -hmm. thing. Whenever you go across the ocean. Another one that I think of a lot, and I even went as far as trying to find this scent was the. It's more than one hotel, but specifically the Grand Floridian's lobby has a very distinct Hmm. smell. And it's uh, supposedly green clover and aloe are the two scents put together. And apparently it's in the ventilation system at the Grand Floridian and underneath the like tables and the uh, lobbies of each building. They have a little like diffuser that uh, supposedly that's what people have said on message boards so they really at, put this scent out at the Grand Floridian actually at circa 1955 mm-hmm. they one of the scents they have that's one of their ones you can choose from actually mm-hmm. is Beach Resort okay so, mm, maybe I'll have to check that out as, as a candle so of course okay. the way they do it they have like a subscription based service so like they'll send you a new scent like every, every month or whatever months. it is or something however often but they just have a few of them that are available for individual purchase. Hmm. Beach Resort's one of them. Main Street Marceline is the name of one of them. Huh. And When in Rome oh. is also the name of one of them. So it's all things that <laughs> so it's we have mentioned pretty much. The only one we haven't mentioned thus far, which I think is kind of a significant smell that they have here, but Mickey Waffles. Ooh, yeah. Well, it just smells like waffles, but I mean, that's cool. Mickey Waffles. I don't know. It seems like there's a difference one for the things that are like the Mickey waffles, like the waffles, I guess at Disney seem, I can't explain it, but interesting. I don't know. I want to buy the fire one, the fire one. Yeah. Oh, what went in Rome? Yeah. Bonfire. James Bonfire. They are a little bit pricey. These are all 1450 for a piece. So, um, yeah, see, that's the thing. Fourteen fifty for something that's going to go up in flames in a matter of you know five minutes. Minutes <laughs> is a little bit expensive, but maybe not. I mean, maybe that's just me. Yeah, if and you I've, do a subscription, it's better. I, I found like an essential oil. Uh, it's just like point five fluid ounces for like twelve dollars or something for this green clover and aloe. But eventually, I want to get it just so I can. Just so I can see if that smells like the Grand Floridian, because it's a it's an awesome scent. Uh, they do a good job with that for that resort. And I know this sounds like free advertisement for circa 1955, but I see one called a Sweet Treat Box, which is a, a subscription. Uh-huh. It says if you're a fan of churros, waffles, popcorn, Dole Whip, and more, this is Ooh. the box for you. Once a month. You'll receive a soy candle and a scent inspired by sweet treats and we snack on in the parks. Interesting. Okay. And then they have an explorer box that says if you're a fan of Pirates, Soarin', or the World Showcase, they give ones like that. That's the ones they give examples of. And then there's a signature one, which you receive two candle tins and two unique scents inspired by the parks. Okay. It says one is inspired by sweet treats and one is inspired by an attraction or an atmosphere. I, I think that's cool. I mean... Maybe they want to be a sponsor of the show, so check them out. <laughs> Just let us know. Folks. It sounds it sounds good in theory, at least. Yeah, I may have to try one day. So this is a weird, weird one. The only other one on my 
list, the smell of diesel fuel is associated <laughs> with like burning. See, this is the one fuel. that when you say it's weird, yeah, you criticize the speedway. Yes. Yet, but I'm not saying it's a good smell. I, well, I'm not saying I love it. I'm just saying I associate it with Disney because my first like experience with buses at all or anything that burns diesel fuel was Disney, Disney buses. So as a kid, you know, riding Disney buses, that is a very diesel fuel burning is a very distinct smell. And of course, that's why so we did associate it that way. Yeah. At least for me. I mean, I don't know. Did you, um, uh, feel the same way yeah it was one of the ones i remember from being a kid in particular yeah um, I, mean, I think uh, the yeah. bus is probably it may it's probably a little bit cleaner burning fuel that they use now compared to yeah yeah it's probably not as pronounced back in the day it was like really obvious because i was it. trying to think i was like i don't remember a specific one on the buses now but then again i haven't used the buses that much so that's I'm usually it. driving or monorail riding, one of the two. Yeah. The smell of your own car on Disney property. <laughs> There's one that I was just thinking of. Oh. So, and I was trying to think, I was like, is there something distinct about Haunted Mansion? But yeah, yeah I guess there kind of there is. is. Yeah, there is. Now that you mention it, there really is. It's hard to put your finger on it, what what exactly it is. But it's, it's I, I keep going back to the word musky. <laughs> But not in a bad yeah. way, like dusty, dirty, musky kind of smell that... Well, that's what a haunted house, you would think, was yeah, supposed to smell like. Exactly. And I think the queue line area of Tower of Terror is very similar in the ah, yeah, smell. yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of dusty smell, which I don't know how they make the smell of dust smell more like dust, yeah. you know, but See, they do. And you know, I got to thinking about that when I saw it, but for me... When I think about the Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney, Disney World in particular, yes, I love Pirates as an attraction, but as far as the one that's, if I'm thinking of all the parks that's best overall, if I'm in Magic Kingdom, I'm really leaning toward Haunted Mansion these mm. days as my personal favorite. Yeah. It's It's been different ones at different times, and I used to say Pirates. Pirates, but more so Pirates at Disneyland. Yeah, I think that's so, what turned it for me. Is once you ride the Disneyland version, it's it's far better than yes. the Disney World version. It's almost like you know. And again, there's reasons why we've talked about that before. But it just made me think because I'm like, man, I should have thought of the Haunted Mansion earlier because it's like yeah. my favorite attraction at Disney right now. <laughs> yeah. So it is, or yeah. an at Magic Kingdom at least, anyway. Yeah. I don't think mm-hmm. we covered any. Hollywood Studios or Animal oh. Kingdom? Do you think you can think of at least one from each that stands out? I guess I would say perhaps that Pandora has some smells, but I'm not really thinking if nothing really comes to mind. They definitely have sounds that are unique. The drum show and then the animal noises and things. So the, the Pandora has that. You know, I was thinking when it comes to Hollywood Studios, though, there's not like a smell that stands out originally, but as far as sound goes, like the occasional like boom from the Indiana Jones stunt show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you're in that Echo up. Lake area, you definitely hear a lot of the show. Well, just about anywhere. You don't even, you get just anywhere on the left side of the uh, yeah. park, really, just about, yeah. to hear that. You can be at park entrance and hear that. That's true. Going on. So... So, let us know what your favorite smells and sounds are, or things that remind you of 
Disney or your childhood or wonderful childhood memories at Disney, whatever it may be, you can email those to us, podcast at travelingwiththemouse.com. One of the things that has always created the atmosphere, created the mood, Mm -hmm. created, I don't know, some of the best parts of a Disney vacation that you come home uh, with this stuff stuck in your head, that would be the music that is played in each and every area and attraction. And it's a very integral part of the whole experience of what is Walt Disney World. Wouldn't you say so, Adam? I could not agree more. All right, then. (laughs) So what do you say? Why don't we go park to park? Mm -hmm. And then perhaps after we go park to park, we'll think of maybe a resort area that we think is some of our favorite as far as the way the music lays out or the way the the atmospheric music works for you, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, and, and going to the park-to-park part, let's go with favorite area music as well as maybe in a favorite attraction music line in each one. Yeah. And I don't know, how do you think we should do this one? What, what order do you think works best? Well, let's do chronological order again. Why not? You can't go you wrong. You love there. chronological order for some I reason. I do. I like I'm start- order. I'm starting to think you're OCD. I might be. We'll find out. Or or CDO because the letters have to be in the right order, right? <gasps> yes. Oh no. <laughs> Don't say that. You just opened a whole new thing for me. <laughs> a whole new can. A whole of new words. thing. A whole yes. new can of worms for you. My apologies. Okay, so we're going to go to the original park then, that being the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll both agree on this one for area music. I don't know. You might be surprised. Probably not. Although I really doubt it. No. Let's, first of all, let's say probably the attraction. If you're going to pick okay. one attraction in Magic Kingdom and say this soundtrack or this music is my absolute favorite yeah what is it going to be now we didn't do what we didn't establish was are we doing just present day or are we doing all time or how are we mentioning this because there's some music that went away when a ride went away or things like that but Uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna have to say that this is gonna be present day okay current music so here's my thing and again even though it is a current day, it goes all the way back to 1971. So for me, attraction-wise, I'm going to go with the Country Bear Jamboree. Because it's still entertaining to this day, and 46 years later, I still know and love all the songs and sing all the songs, and even the songs that aren't in the show still. But I um, grew up with them, love them, and it's hard to find a better group of music and songs than the country rare jamboree so that's my thing so that's gonna be your attraction of all attractions yeah country rare jamboree is it yep now i'm curious you said past or present did you have one in mind for past i didn't actually but uh i was thinking um no i didn't really i was just thinking in terms of so maybe you, other parts you just, like, just like well wait you're like hey what are their parameters because it doesn't affect my decision at all. Well, not in Magic Kingdom, but it probably <laughs> does at Epcot. But just saying. Oh, yeah, I could see that. But now we're going to stick with current, present-day music. I think we should. Let's case. not overcomplicate this. Yeah. 
since I, like you said before, I think we're probably going to agree on the airy music. So let me continue yeah. with the attraction. And this is kind of a tough one for me. And I've been pondering it ever since we came up with this idea, and I still am not 100% sure. I'll, I'll say that there's some honorable mentions for me in this mm-hmm. particular one. Okay. I really like Splash's music, mm-hmm. especially the one in Magic Kingdom as compared to Disneyland. Yeah. And I really like Pirates, of course. Yes, um, I think true. Pirates is limited more to the one version of the song that's more prominent. Yeah. More so than the one I'm going to choose my number one, and that is The Haunted Mansion. Yes. Great choice. Very good choice. That would be definitely really, a mention. It was one, back when Disney had these little uh, kiosks mm. that you could create your own CD uh, oh, yes. back Whoa. in the late 90s. Wow. Yes. That was, I do remember that. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the one of the first things, one of the things that I put on mine was the the foyer foyer music or the foyer music mm-hmm. as they call it when you first go in the the oh, bell okay. yeah yeah which we will insert here at the very here. beginning <laughs> at the at the very beginning it i don't know it just the the many variations of grim grinning ghosts that go throughout the attraction really i mean i i, I think that puts it over the top for me okay no that's a great so, choice since I think we agree on the area music, I'm going to let you go ahead and give me yours. Well, we will, I'm sure, agree on the area music, but what we could do is play our favorite, maybe, track or individual piece of music from that area that we like the best. So, um, okay. of course, I would say Main Street would be my favorite area music because it just draws you in. To the park and there's just something about being on main street hearing main street music that just brings back a familiar old feeling when you walk in there and you just feel at home and for me actually you know i actually love hearing the uh, hello dolly one so that's the one i'm going to go with the um when they play um sunday clothes put on your sunday clothes and that's my favorite one now. So I'm going to put that one here. I, I actually, I also enjoy the little, what is it, the Oklahoma medley mm-hmm. thing. Put in yeah. there. So. Okay. Mine would actually be a little piece called Flitterin'. Yes. Now that would, I've, I've always remember you're talking about that one. But Flitterin' has always been at the top of my list, I guess. If I had to choose one track to take out of it. Flitterin' yeah. would be the one. It's just very relaxing sounding. Yeah, it's always fun. Yep. Okay. Moving on. So that finishes up with Magic Kingdom. Since we're going in chronological order, according to Adam. Yes. <laughs> we're going to go with Epcot. <laughs> Indeed. And Epcot attraction music, present day attraction music. Which one are you going to go with? Yeah, it's tough. But I would probably just go with Soren, just because that's the one that keeps coming to mind. As even though the new one is not as good as the original, because the original is one piece, and this one sort of mixes that original song into 
you know, wherever you are in the world at that point, they sort of incorporate the music of that part of the world into the ride or into the music. So I still like it, but it's not as great as the original Soarin' Over California, but I will probably just still have to go with that because it's the only one that really stands out to me as far as attractions go. I must say, out of present day, that's probably going to go with my most, my favorite one as well. Yeah. It's the most recognizable, too, I think, right. currently, of the soundtracks and the attractions in Epcot. However, there is, I'd say, a couple of honorable mentions I would like to. Another one I would say that's just as memorable and relaxing to me is the um, Impressions de France. Medley. Oh, yes. No, I do love... That's a really good honorable mention. I actually didn't think of that one. That I do love that whole spiel of music. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. The whole soundtrack to that attraction. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's variations of... And different French music. Inclusions of pieces of classical music, but still. That film has not changed since 1982, has it? I don't think... I can't really say for sure. It's been a little. It's been a minute since I personally watched it. I yeah, I haven't watched it in like twenty years. I'm but, kind of ashamed to say. But I think I've seen it on YouTube recently, and I don't think it's changed at all. I don't think that one has changed. It doesn't need to, though. No, but you know, I mean, I'm sure France has changed a little bit in the last thirty-five, forty years. You know, thirty-five years. Well, they said the same thing about the Norway film that well is yeah, now well. defunct. Another one that's a good, another honorable mention there, I think, is um, the Spaceship Earth uh, soundtrack. Yeah, that's true. That's one I was gonna. That's one I was debating on whether or not to go with, but I think Soren is still just so iconic now, or whatever you want to call it. It's it's powerful music now, even though, like I said, the original is still better. But let's see. All right, area yeah. music. But for me, so it's not you. easy. It's the one I hear... I feel like I hear this every single time I'm in Epcot. And I believe the specific area is Innovention's West area. But it's in that area around where the Fountain of Nations and stuff is. Uh, around the Starbucks and the Club Cool area. You hear this, this track. And that's my favorite one. It's the one that goes. I hear that like <laughs> every time I'm there, and I love it because yeah. it reminds me of being there as a kid. Because uh, that particular track has been there forever. But uh, you know, yeah, good. I was gonna say, you know, a lot of the attraction area music in Epcot has become more limited and mm. not as good as it once was in a lot of cases. Because if you um, listen to like one of those old Disney World albums and you hear like the original Land and Energy and you know Horizons, all these other soundtracks, like they were so good and now they're no longer part of it. So. Just so to be a little bit different here, and I'm going to pick... World Showcase as area music. Uh, and I'll count this as area because, I, I mean, I love the mm-hmm. 
relaxing style music in the uh, the Japanese mm. that they play mm-hmm. in the shop. Yeah. The music in the um, in the shop there, uh, particularly the the style of Japanese music they play in there, is particularly relaxing to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go with that as an area. I think that's a good choice. I like the I like a lot of music that is out throughout World Showcase. So Japan is no exception. Okay, so we're gonna go on over to the studios. Mm. Adam, what would be your favorite? I mean, this one's going to be tough considering yeah. what's <laughs> there. So, There's like, uh, I mean, attraction music-wise, kind of a tough one to go through. Jeez, um, can uh, yeah, it's tough. I, the only thing I can think really is what John Mil- Williams music do I want to hear? Because again, Aerosmith is fine, but I'm going to leave that alone. I'm not. I'm not going to get into that. I would either go with, because I love Raiders of the Lost Ark so much, I might actually go with the stunt show, Indiana Jones stunt show, just because I play a lot of the music from Raiders of the Lost Ark in there. So I might go with that, or Star Tours, honorable mention. So it's kind of a tie between those, because Star Tours has a lot of Star Wars music, even throughout the actual ride at different times. I would probably go with the stunt show, the Indiana Jones stunt show, stunt spectacular, just because they play a lot of Raiders of the Lost Ark music. Okay, that's fair. Why not? I can see that. I mean, who doesn't love John Williams? I know. There was a time when this might would have been a little easier. Yeah, for sure. I actually, the more I think about it, I'm actually going to have to go with the Tower of Terror Mm -hmm. and my... I know it's essentially the... Yeah, I know it's essentially the Twilight Zone theme, mm. but when you when I think about the little variations and little things of the music that are played through all throughout the attraction, yeah. and especially uh, the elevator ride part, mm. how they kind of combined the the creepy music and then just put a little bit of the Twilight Zone at the end, you know, mm-hmm. and, or but in between, um, I kind of like that um, whole arrangement. I yeah. guess I'm gonna go with Tower of Terror as my first, yeah. as far as attraction goes. Yeah, I agree. And as far as like mentions, I mean, I'm kind of with you. I'm, I'm kind of along the lines of the Star Tour soundtrack. I really like that. And of course, you know, everybody, like I said, loves Raiders of the Lost Ark. Who doesn't? Yeah. It's really hard to to, to pick attraction wise there. I mean, they, I mean, I like Aerosmith, so I mean, I guess those soundtracks count. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, nothing unique about it, I guess. Sure. So what would be your favorite area music? We may agree here as well, actually. Yes, we are going to, but we can also do like we did on Main Street and do the more specific tracks because I think we would differ there slightly. So it would be Sunset Boulevard. That's my favorite area music at Hollywood Studios. But specifically, I think I like the um, Glenn Miller-like Moonlight Serenade is probably one of my favorites. I hear that, I feel like I hear that like every time, or at least it's in my head when I'm thinking about walking down Sunset Boulevard, so that would be my favorite song, and I'll put it right here. There it is. And for me, uh, this is one that seems to always get captured on the recordings at some point Yeah, uh, that we've ever done. And I don't know, it always seems to just stand out to me 
and this little ditty called Getting Sentimental Over You. Mm-hmm. And that is yeah. my personal favorite uh, track from that Sunset Boulevard loop. Yeah, it certainly um, makes me think of Sunset Boulevard every time I hear it, so no matter where it actually came from. Okay. Um, and, of course, outside the entrance music, they're very much Hollywood theme music. It's like a mixture of television and movies. Yeah. actually should have mentioned the entrance to Epcot as an honorable mention, too, because there are some good pieces in that one, too. But, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they have the, they have the one little ditty that's kind of like the main theme. I think it's called Legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of intertwined all throughout at the beginning and they put pieces of like each attraction music yes. in it so like when they do the future world yeah when they do um the american adventure one it's a cool little piece yeah. of that i love that orchestra yeah. version of it yeah yeah they keep it yeah it's cool okay so last but not least the animal kingdom Music-wise, Adam, what are you taking as far as attraction goes? This might be kind of tough. Well, the one that I can't get out of my head is the song from the Navi River Journey that the shaman person is singing. Attraction. That's a really tough one. I'm, you know what I would go with now that I'm thinking about it? It's Festival of the Lion King. That's the the whole I guess that show. Yeah, I'm just gonna count that because I'm having a hard time whittling that one down. So I, I love the music and the songs in that show. So that's what I'm gonna go with. That's uh, fair enough. Sure. I guess we'll we'll count that. The one that always I recognize the most, the the theming I guess, which is not. I don't know if it's really going on during the attraction, but kind of the pre, before the attraction is Dinosaur. Mm, yeah. The theme mm-hmm. to the Dino Institute. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Even though I wouldn't consider that like one of my favorite attraction. I mean, it's one. I mean, I do like Dinosaur. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Um, I don't consider it the top attraction there by any means, but the music to it, I I really enjoy. Like the Dino Institute theme, as they call it, I really enjoy that. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's going to count as my attraction right. uh, music. So as far as the area music, there is some pretty good area theme theming and area there music is. in Animal Kingdom. There is. Um, I would probably go with Africa because I, especially in that area leading up to where you're kind of going past Tusker House and up towards Kilimanjaro, that a lot of times they have performers out you know, playing drums or different instruments and things like that and singing and I think that area is very rich for just unique music and and um, fun uh, atmosphere. So I will go with Africa. It's my favorite area of music. All right. So I Oasis. What'd you say? Nothing. I was just guessing, but go ahead. You were just guessing, huh? Yes. What you would pick. Uh, my, yeah, my favorite area music in general is the Oasis Garden mm-hmm. theme. Mm-hmm. The, the, Which the is o- Well, it's the Oasis area, but the Oasis Garden theme in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, that one song in particular is one that uh, I really enjoy listening to, but that's that's the music that, area music that I like yeah. the best. 
That would be uh, honorable, honorable mention for me because I I know which track you're talking about, so I I like it too. Yeah, very relaxing um, and other, peaceful. Yeah. So let's say let's do a beyond the parks, I guess, which would mm-hmm. kind of be resorts, or I mean, I could if you've heard some soundtracks or something that you like elsewhere. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that, I guess. Sure. What would you think is your favorite? outside the theme park or or maybe resort tracks it's hard to pick one particular track but obviously i think we both agree the polynesian is going to have a lot of of really good you know hawaiian pacific island type music that is played throughout the resort that is um, awesome that is very relaxing and enjoyable um, another honorable mention I would give is the Boardwalk. I think I, I love that sort of 1920s style jazz type music um, that I I just love that. And in that same vein, the Grand Floridian has an orchestra that plays every day. That um, play they play different styles. Of course, depending on the time of year, they'll play different types of music. But um, they tend to do the sort of jazz full orchestra kind of stuff and it's the it's really enjoyable and relaxing so those would be my three major picks from around the world so to speak well and i of course agree with you on polynesian i like the old soundtrack better than the new one yeah I i don't even think that you can get the I don't know if it's commercially available, maybe, because uh, you can't get it anywhere else, it doesn't seem like, of the new music. So there's that. And I, I don't know, whenever I was uh, staying at the Yacht Club, I kind of liked the mm-hmm. the music they were playing there. I mean, I know they try to theme everything to it, but yeah, it, it was kind of, I don't know, easy listening type of, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I can't even know what to explain. I can't explain it really, but I like the, the type of music that was being played over there. So, yeah. I think that's why I like the Boardwalk, Grand Floridian, those two. The music really is stuff I love. So, Like I, the 20s and 30s and or 30s yeah. and 40s, I guess? Yeah, that kind of stuff. I love that. And that's why I love Hollywood Boulevard because it's kind of the, the... Or Sunset Boulevard, sorry, that uh, I think has the same theme. One thing is for sure when it comes to the, the music at Disney... Mm-hmm. Is that it's go- it's designed and it's going to enhance and be part of the experience and be part of the area that you're in. It's going to help make you feel like you're really in some of these places. You know, it's going to go along with it. Although I doubt if you were really in some of these places, you would have music blaring in your ears the whole time. But right. yeah, it's it sets the mood, I guess, so to speak. And uh, and sometimes in some ways, I think that actually helps the way you're are mentally i guess mm-hmm. if that makes sense mm-hmm. uh, heading into the park or heading in for the day i mean it kind of you know some of it's designed to pump you up some of it's designed to cool you down i mean yeah. there's there's a method the to mood. all of it to yeah. what they're doing that's yeah. the mood yeah for sure yeah okay so i think that's probably going to be it for this episode mm-hmm. i hope you enjoyed this episode on music and feel free to tell us what your favorite music theme is by emailing us as well. See you next time.